Thank you for downloading the Focus on the Family Parenting Podcast. You can find more helpful advice at focusonthefamily.com slash parenting podcast. Maybe you've had the opportunity to see a baby chick peck its way out of an egg, either live or in video. It's an amazing thing to see. But a lot of people who raise birds follow a really simple rule. They don't help when it's time to hatch, even if it looks like something's going wrong. I'm John Fuller, along with Danny Huerta, head of our Focus on the Family Parenting Department. And Danny, um, just like baby chicks, sometime we have to kind of not help our kids when they're in the middle of some new thing or some new stage of growth. I wonder if you've ever had a chance to uh, to kind of stand back and let natural consequences happen for your kids. Many times, Sean, and and some of them are bigger than others, right? When we when we step back, and depending on what age they are, I've noticed that right? as they get older, the consequences get a little more serious, get, get a little stronger, right? Yeah. So as the, the earlier we can teach them those things, those lessons of resilience, of being able to bounce back from failure, the the better it is. And I I remember a, a time with my son that he, where he was supposed to study for a test, and I knew that. And I really wanted to remind him of studying for the test. And it was just a spelling test. He was in elementary school. It wasn't a big deal. And he forgot. And he said, Dad, I did really bad on the test. He told me that the next day. And we knew as parents that he was forgetting this. And we just processed with him, well, what does this mean? What do you think? that? Well, I should probably study. And are you doing that kind of um, processing with him in that matter-of-fact tone that you just gave me? Well, afterwards, I said, hey, so what do you think? Yeah. What do you think happened? How did this go for you? Hmm. And uh, he he just said, "Well, I, I I didn't I didn't do well. I failed, or something like that." Yeah. And I said, "Well, you got to see. It's not really that bad. But did you learn another lesson with uh-huh. this?" And he uh, this he was in fifth grade. I remember that. And and he ended up uh, uh, studying the next time. And when we let our kids uh, fail, they they tend to learn a lot more than when we try to do it for them. Yeah, I think failure is a more effective teacher, especially in the teenage years, than yakking by me. And uh, we're going to hear a little bit more now, some insights from Dr. Kathy Cook, who spoke with Focus President Jim Daly and me. And um, Jim brought up this whole chicken egg thing, and Kathy explained what happens when we help too soon. The question I wanted to illustrate, and you did a great job in the book, is a baby chick... Oh, yeah. Breaking out of the egg. Because I think is the this is the exact spot where you got to let your children struggle a bit. It's actually good for them. But in this, you know, kind of type A buttoned up culture we have right now, we don't want them to suffer. We don't want them to expend negative energy overcoming an obstacle. Mm-hmm. But describe that analogy of the baby chick. Yeah, it's kind of fun, isn't it? When you, If you have an incubator and you see the egg begin to roll, you're like the chick has decided its time has come. Well, if the chick pecks once and it hurts and quits, it'll die. Hmm. So no pain, no gain. You know, no pain equals death. You know, if I'm not willing to walk through something that's challenging, I won't grow. I might actually die. Hmm. Hello, suicide. Hmm. Now that's a whole nother, I don't mean to be light about that, but that's very relevant because you have to be willing to 
work hard, to overcome, to go through some maybe pain to get to the other side. The other analogy with the chick that's so true is the parent, the well-meaning adult, sees that egg roll and says, oh, I'm going to save the chick from all that effort. And I pick up the egg and I crack it open. And guess what, Jim? That, that little chick dies because it's the effort that develops the lungs that allows it to breathe on its own. Wow. So if I rescue too soon, the chick dies. So no pain, no gain, too much help. No same, gain. Outcome. same outcome. Mm. Same outcome. And how we balance that in the home is what I think is the challenge. You know, Kathy, at the end here, I think, and we're going to come back next time to continue this discussion, but at the end, let's end on that note of help and something that parents can do tonight. So when you boil this all down and the parents that are struggling, maybe the single parent, put it in mm-hmm. that context as well, who is struggling with a child's attitude or behavior, what's the best thing they can do right now? You know, after hearing this program, what other than ordering the book, which I think would be a great idea, but what can they do to say, okay, I'm going to put into play something Dr. Kathy said today to me. So I want to be very clear so that we throw the, you know, the, the help to that parent that is struggling. They're at the end of their rope. They don't know what to do. Just put a child in your mind, a 12-year-old, a 13-year-old. What can they do tonight to help make a move toward a better direction? Think about what's been going well lately and talk about that. Talk about strengths with your child because you have to know your strengths to overcome your weaknesses. So don't concentrate on negatives mm-hmm. at all. Mm-hmm. There are times for that. Yeah. But the relationship has to be stronger for that to occur. Exactly. So work on strengthening the relationship by uh, concentrating on the positive things. Right. Because the kid will want to be with you. If he believes you might talk well of him, yes. and he will run from you if he assumes that every time you empty the backpack, it's going to be like, oh my goodness, what did you do wrong again? Well, Danny, we heard Dr. Kathy Cook also uh, talking about some practical steps that we can take as moms and dads as we deal with a child who has behavioral issues. It's important for parents to hear that sometimes the best way to handle these things is really just start off positive. I mean, I, that's probably a good rule anyway, right? I mean, <laughs> you start with the positive, but parents might find that difficult, especially if I don't see anything positive going on here. So what advice do you have? Well, you always want to look for something good in there to facilitate an opening of, of potential teaching and dialogue. If you start off with just negative uh, you, you may get all the emotions stirred up in the kid and, and your child may become completely defensive mm-hmm. and there's nothing being listened to from the child's perspective. So starting off with, hey, I've noticed you've done these things very well yeah. or I noticed you did this well or something that you can look for that they did well and then go, and mm-hmm. I've also noticed and that's when you can go into some of the more negative things. I had somebody, and it might have been you, Danny, I don't know. Uh, we've had a lot of conversations. But I had somebody say, hey, can I offer an observation? Mm-hmm. So lead with the positive And then, hey, can I offer an observation? And if they say, what about? <laughs> I mean, they know what's coming, right? I mean, they right. know there's going to be some truth telling there. But um, it's probably best just to to not drill in on the fact that, once again, you've shown that you're not capable or that I was right or whatever. Yeah, the more they can see that you're a part of their team, that you're, if it's an observation, hey, I I observed something good, I observed something that uh, would need some growing. Uh, If that can become a part of the culture of the family, that we're all growing, we're all under construction, uh, you never get to a fixed point, 
then it's then it's okay to see that that even behavioral issues are part of a growth process. And what I'd love for parents to uh, really be able to communicate to their kids is that my child's decision making does impact me as a parent. They have input into my life just as much as I have input into their life. I'm mm-hmm. transformed by what they're doing, yeah. and I have to adjust to that. And sometimes behavioral issues are something that's important for us as far as growth, where that demand is is sparking the need for patience, self-control, some fruits of the Spirit yeah. to be developed in us as parents. And maybe you can say, hey, thank you for giving me the opportunity to grow in patience and self-control here. And really, I want you to know that, that the decisions you're making are really impacting our family and impacting you. And here's what I'm concerned about. I'm worried about you because of this, yeah. especially with behavioral issues, because then you can get to the, the, the core things. Yeah, what the, are you the motivation behind that. Yeah, yeah. The perceptions. Yeah, that's good. Well, Dr. Kathy Cook has a, a whole lot of practical help for you in her book, Start With the Heart. And uh, if you can make a generous donation today, either by becoming a monthly sustainer, uh, a pledge every month to support Focus on the Family, or a one-time gift... Uh, We'll send her book as our thank you for joining the support team. We also have a lot of other resources on the website. Do touch base with us. Uh, Our contact info is in the show notes. And next time you'll hear more from Dr. Cook about the five core needs that kids have and the four roles for parents. Right now, on behalf of Danny and the entire parenting team, thank you for listening to the Focus on the Family Parenting Podcast. 